flood protection secrets the podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by dr flood andreas klippa so the big challenge is how can house owners like you and me get a flood free home How can business managers like you and me get a flood-free company? And how can public servants provide flood-free, critical infrastructure and livable cities? Flood Protection Secrets The podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa This podcast is for foresighted and proactive people who do not want to shovel the muddy water out of their room while standing in the midst of the disaster. Therefore, those who design and plan, the architects and engineers need to construct such buildings and cities and that even when the entire environment is completely flooded. That is a challenge and this podcast will give the answers. Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe. Are you also tired of seeing those stupid sandbags everywhere? I am. And uh, I really have to, to say at the beginning of the year 2024, Germany is a developing country when it comes to flood protection, sad to say. So what does it mean? Um, yeah, during the recent flood after Christmas 2023, so it started almost uh, 10 days ago, uh, until until now, um, beginning of January 2024, sandbags were widely used to fight this recent disaster of flooding all over the country. Uh, and um, it has been raining for almost 10 days, Uh, it's, it's the northern part and in the middle of Germany and um, also in the south but more in the north and in the middle and the soil in the meantime is saturated and cannot cater the water masses anymore so the creeks, rivers and canals are overflowing professional shipping has been stopped on rivers due to the widening of the river and um, dikes are breaking due, due to the saturation with water and do not protect the villages behind anymore you, you know the What happens with the dikes? Uh, it is the same when you have a sponge uh, in your kitchen, these yellow sponges. And uh, once they are full of water, then you cannot wipe any water from the from the table in the kitchen anymore because uh, the, the sponge is saturated uh, with water. And that is the same with these uh, dikes. So, uh, but what do I see on television? Or what do I hear on the radio? The media is only reporting about sandbags. The German federal state of Lower Saxony has declared that they run out of sandbags. They are now procuring them from other federal states uh, like Hess, but Hess, that is where Frankfurt is located in, but Hess also is in need. So in the meantime, several million, million sandbags were used not to count the millions of square meters of valuable sand. The sand cannot be used anymore for construction, for instance. So it, it is considered hazardous waste and must be disposed of in landfills. So I will not talk about the costs at this point. Now, that's not the topic. Um, 
But I heard from one case that the local helpers needed 45,000 sandbags to protect 300 meters along a street. 45,000 sandbags to protect only 300 meters, that is nothing. So if you ask me, when it comes to some kilometers, okay. My statement is very clear and rude. This is not only stupid, it is, sorry to say, it is bullshit. It is really, no other words come to mind for such stupidity. Sandbags are really, that, that is, no words, no words. There, there are modern flood barrier solutions available. You know, you, you need only 10 people um, and uh, about 320, 330 elements of a mobile flood barrier. Uh, perhaps 350 elements, something like that. Um, and you install these barriers within one and a half hours along the street, for my example, for the 300 meters. And there is no hazardous waste. Nobody is tired from the installation, from the dismantling, because I said only 10 people. But to be honest, you can also do that with, with four or with six. Uh, and um, you have not to feed the people, because you can imagine for 45,000 sandbags to protect 300 meters, how many people you need, how long it takes, and then people get tired, they want to sleep, they need a toilet, uh, they want to eat, they want to, to sleep, and so on and so forth. So, uh, and especially when it is cold, like in Germany right now, so uh, temperatures are just uh, below 10 degrees, but uh, four, five, six, seven degrees. Now it, it, it goes to, to zero, so it's not really comfortable. Uh, so that means uh, people get tired um, very quickly. And uh, yeah, these modern barriers, uh, as I've said, um, you can install in one and a half hours for these 300 meters. And um, they can be installed, by the way, up to two meters height. Up to two meters. That's a little bit higher than I am. <laughs> so my height is one meter 92, so two meters. And the normal, a normal uh, roof height uh, in, a, in, a, in a building is two meter 50. Yeah? Normally in living rooms, uh, in houses, depending. Yeah? Okay, there are, these, these barriers are made of aluminum and they can be used up to, I always say, up to 100 years with good maintenance. Uh, where's my clap? Clapping the hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Exactly. Up to 100 years with good maintenance, I always say. And uh, um, I, I don't want to make a pro, uh, promotion for, for one product. That is not a sales podcast. But I just want to tell the people, hey, these things are available. Why do you use these stupid sandbags? And you spend millions of, of euro for just for nothing. And it takes very long. And it is very tiring. And at the end, it even does not work because they are not watertight. So for protection height of uh, uh, one, one meter, I said, okay, let's, let's protect up to one meter because that is what I saw there in TV for this example. They didn't put it up to two meters, they put it up to one meter only. Um, and 300 meters long, when you use metallic, metallic uh, flood barriers, you can store these barriers, these thin aluminum plates in metallic crates. Um, so you only need six crates and every crate has a size of an office table, something like that. Yeah? So six more, yeah, six office crates, you can staple them. That is very easy. You can uh, operate uh, these crates with forklifts, for instance, put them on a truck, bring them to the site where they shall be installed. So that means if, imagine, you go to a warehouse with a truck um, 
and then you you need uh, you need your um, you need the barriers. So uh, you just arrived. You open the door. You take a forklift, put it on a truck. That takes 15 minutes. You drive another 30 minutes to the site. It's 45 minutes. You need 15 minutes to unload and prepare. It's one hour. And then you install in one and a half hours. So in two and a half hours, the 300 meters are fully protected. Now compare this with 45,000 sandbags. That is why I said it's completely stupid. And <laughs> you can use all these barriers again and again and again. It is not hazardous waste. Because you, you destroy all the sand, by the way. What do you do with all the sand? for millions of sandbags. And sand is, is a very expensive material, what you need for construction, at least. Huh? Um, what else? Um, yeah, of course, these barriers are very watertight. They are not leaking. So they, are, they follow these, these very strong, strong uh, rules. And they are, they are not leaking uh, that people have to worry. So almost there is no leak. I recently saw them installed and now it comes in front of a huge government building along the National Convention Center. You know where? Guess where? In Doha, in Qatar. Yeah, you're here well, huh? in Qatar, in a desert country. Yes, in a desert country. The sudden monsoon rain just flooded huge parts of Doha on October 27, uh, 2023. So last October 27. There was a, was a heavy rain from 4 to 5 p.m. one hour. And I personally was there in November because a friend called me and said, Andreas, hey, you must come. We were all underwater here. Cars are swimming and basements are flooded. And uh, perhaps you can you just come and look for your installations. So I visited the installations. Um, we we uh, protected 12 governmental buildings way back in 2019. <laughs> Not now, 2019 already. So well done, yep. And uh, Qatar was choosing the best technology they could get. And the well done is not only said, uh, I've not, I've not said that for us. Of course, yes. Uh, we are also a little, I'm also a little bit proud about it. But I said it for the Philippine um, deciders, uh, for the Qatari deciders. Just recently, uh, the director for um, um, city operation for uh, Doha Education City, this huge city with a, with a Doha Education football stadium inside and all these universities, the Qatar National Convention Center, the lib National Library, Qatar, uh, Qatar Academic School, Texas University, and so on and so forth. And he said, the director said, um, um, uh, Andreas, no, he said, uh, Dr. Klippe, your flood barriers did an amazing job by protecting our buildings in Doha Education City against from the danger of floods oh that was good i i was asked i asked him can you please repeat that it sounds so nice so wh why why do i mention that so often i said okay qatar is was taking the decision four years ago already but what is germany doing we rely on sandbags on on sandbags only i have another button for that eh? Oh, no, that was not the one. I, I wanted to, to play the, the very sad music, you know. And these sandbags, that is really from the last century. This, this, this is Stone Age compared to what is possible in the meantime. And this is why I wrote, tired of seeing those stupid sandbags everywhere. Yes, I am tired. 
And uh, the name of this magic, flowball, uh, magic mobile flood barrier, no, normally, you know, I, I don't pro, um, advertise any products here in this podcast, but sometimes you must mention something because, uh, um, of course, I mention cars when I talk about Mercedes and, and, and BMWs and Porsche and, uh, and, and um, what did I forget? Uh, um, the Mercedes has the German most popular cars and I compare that with Toyotas or with Lamborghinis or Ferraris and things like that. Then, of course, Uh, or Rolls-Royce, I mention brands and sometimes uh, you have to mention brands just to understand better what uh, what what we mean or what I mean. And uh, in this case, um, the name of the magic mobile flat barriers is Inero or Inero. Yeah? I-N-E-R-O in English. Inero, I always call it Inero. It's a German pronunciation, but anyway. And uh, the Inero mobile flat barrier, it is a Swedish product and It is so so unique. That is why I want to spend a minute on that. Huh? The huge advantage is really the speed to install and dismantle them. The minimum space you require for storing and the long-lasting use of 100 years. So I told you already, you need perhaps six people to install them in one and a half hours, 300 meters. You need six crates, big as an office uh, office table, to store them. You can even uh, staple them and you can use them up to 100 years with good maintenance. They are made of aluminum. So, and they are lightweight. I said it, made of aluminum. So one element is about, um, yeah, one, one meter is not really 86 centimeters, 82, 90, something like that. So almost one meter and that can be carried by one person only. Uh, you can also, to install, you can carry several barriers, uh, several uh, of these uh, very tiny very thin, very thin, it's not tiny, very thin barrier plates uh, at one time to install it. And uh, that makes the big, the big uh, great advantage and uh, difference. And, um, but now there is another huge, huge advantage. And uh, I always compare that with these millions of sandbags, this stupidity what I see here in German television all the time. And I think it's the same in other countries here in Northern Europe as well. But I don't want to blame anybody. I don't know about that. But what I know is I know what, they, what they're talking about um, in, um, in German television. And uh, yeah, what is this, this outstanding advantage? The barrier type, this barrier type is inclined. There's an angle compared to other barriers. So it is not a barrier uh, installed by uh, 90 degrees. Why is that so important? Imagine... I give you a small example. Imagine you drive your car against a wall. <laughs> what will happen? And what will happen? Uh, boom! <laughs> Accident. Perhaps uh, you survive uh, due to uh, your inflating airbag. But your car is totally damaged. And now imagine that you drive against a wall that is declined by some degrees. So it is more like driving on a ramp or driving upwards on a hill, Not, nothing will happen. So you, you have all the time to reduce your speed. And this is exactly what happens when you use these um, declined Inero mobile flood barriers. They are resistant against the impact of floating debris. Floating debris, what is that? Of course, they look, <laughs> look to, the, to the pictures um, that are shown and aired um, um, in TV. There's a lot of flo floating debris uh, when, the, when it comes to flood. 
to flooding, um, all these swimming branches, garbage, bicycles, all kind of things that are swimming with the floods. You know, when a house, a normal, normal private house is flooded, completely flooded, then all the interior, um, everything what was inside, um, um, will be thrown out outdoor. So that means at the end you, f you find your refrigerator, your washing machine in, in your garden, if you are lucky, or at the end of the street. This the same with your, with, uh, yeah, with the kitchen interior, with, um, um, with your sofa, with your television. There. So everything is swimming somewhere outside because the doors and the windows, they, are also they also broke. So, and this floating debris is what I mean. So that can damage other barrier types. I don't talk about the barriers that are installed in, uh, inside uh, doors and gates. Um, that is a complete other flood barrier system. Then we talk about specific entrances. Here I talk about longer distances along creeks, along rivers, um, along streets to protect uh, large parts, parts of municipalities. Uh, that is not the same like what you have when you, when you protect your garage or your main door or your terrace door. There, of course, vertical barriers are the best what you can have. And most of the time you don't have direct impact because you very often you have lateral impact. Uh, um, that means uh, uh, unless your house is the last in the street and you have a frontal impact of the big wave, then you must um, improve your construction. That is also possible. So these barriers are made for that. But when I talk to barriers in the street, outside, in uh, built in uh, territory and by the way they are not built in they are only placed that is an, the next advantage I, I even did not mention it <laughs> while i'm talking i recognize i forgot to to say it you don't need any civil works there's no drilling no anchoring system you don't have you just place these barriers everywhere on gravel on asphalt even with curbstones uh, yeah so no problem with that and uh, by the way that is what what we have done in Qatar in 2019. And um, yeah, uh, you know, at, uh, along this uh, National Convention Center, the protection was almost, uh, um, I think, almost one kilometer with these um, um, declined uh, Inero mobile flood barriers. And when I was there recently, they were installed. So, um, and there was another one that is uh, the carousel. Um, the carousel is, um, is a building that has a lot of artwork, very expensive artwork in the basement. Um, and um, the Emir of Qatar has collected a lot of artwork all over the world and, and historic, historic um, um, carousels, that is why they call it carousel. It's also round, huh? it's a round building. But there is a um, Galileo Galilei flight machine du duplicate uh, replica inside. And uh, what else? They have a Moreno glass uh, glass horse, and and you imagine a small glass horse, um, so 50 centimeters or 40 centimeters uh, long. So what you can put on a, on a table. The value is already two thousand dollars or something like that. But his horse is two meters high. Can you imagine the value of such a horse? Yeah. And there are many many other um, um, old um, old. Uh, um, parts, or so that is a kind of museum, and everything is stored in this basement. And this this uh, uh, co um, 
um, carousel building was also uh, protected uh, with these uh, mobile flood barriers uh, from, from Sweden in Aero 1. So 200 meters um, and um, that was protected on gravel, on um, concrete and on sand. That was what we found. So you just have to place these barriers and uh, 200 meters, I think they made, they made it in one hour. Uh, one hour, one and a half hour, something like that, same, almost the same. Uh, um, and um, very, very fast to install. So that was a solution and I'm really tiring of seeing those stupid sandbags everywhere. Uh, and um, uh, there's one good thing, um, when, uh, in case my, my friends from, from Focus Online are listening to this for, uh, podcast, that is at least one publishing house in Germany that has has started to promote solutions and for the readers. And uh, luckily, they, um, they asked me to, to give my opinion about, um, about uh, flood protection. And uh, so slowly but surely, there's at least one channel that is Focus Online that belongs to one or the biggest uh, publishing house in, in, in Germany, at least for the German-speaking community, but I think in Europe, that is Border. And uh, they, they go this way. But I didn't see that from others. And uh, sometimes, as I've, as I've done here in my podcast, so of course I'm free to say whatever I want, but uh, it should also, should also help you. And that is why I told you the brand name as well, because that is the only the only available mobile flood barrier that is declined and has a patented system to um, connect, to interconnect the panels. And it is made in a sturdy way that it, it will not move on any, any ground, any foundation. That is why I mention the, um, the brand. Yeah? So please forgive me if you say, oh, this guy is advertising... Oh, come on, we are here to learn something and uh, that is why I, of course, share it. And when something is good, you should mention it and we should mention it. Yeah? Um, all right. So, yeah, if you want to see it, you can go to Sweden <laughs> or you just can visit me in Doha or on, come to the Philippines uh, in our Asian Center for Flood, pro, uh, flood uh, Control. Um, we also have, um, have uh, elements over there and uh, can uh, show it to you how it works or you come come visit me visiting me in Doha Qatar um, then I will show you around how a country like Qatar is protecting its citizens and infrastructure with modern flood barriers while in Germany we still do it like in the stone age of flood protection stay safe and flood free I wish and hope for you that you make the right decisions when it comes to your personal flood protection. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast channel if you haven't already. Now it only remains for me to wish you a good day. Do something with it. Maybe until the next podcast episode. I would be very happy. See you then. As always, stay safe and flood free. Your Andreas Klippe and the whole Flood Experts team. it again with a new episode of Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, German engineer, book author, 
and head of the flood experts. What can Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa, protect for you? Anytime? Worldwide? Contact us or just click through to www.thefloodexperts.de slash bonus. Detailed engineering. German quality. Safe. Flood protection secrets. The secrets you'll want to unfold. Don't forget, you're only one flood barrier away. Subscribe to the season, and you'll never be late for an episode.